we'd like to welcome you back to our emergency freedom alerts this is part four for august 17 2020 and this next report is entitled it's all about compliance not science virginia officials demand students get vaccinations to participate in online learning from home so now you're thinking oh i'm 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 okay they're not going to require vaccines um because i'm doing online no well in virginia they're saying nope you got to have if you're being online you you have to get the vaccines yeah see satan's never going to get enough he's, he's never going to let off the gas pedal unless there is massive prayer fasting and pushback from the remnant and i'm just really putting it at the remnant and granted yeah i want people to push push back and fight against this but people need to get their spiritual eyes open and no amount of what mike adams is saying and alex jones is saying and um, to a big part i mean a, a lot of the people in alternative media all of their focus is man-centered and now i got no problem with that but if god is not in it if god is not behind it then your results are going to by and large fail you need to have god at the spear tip of what you're trying to change in society is, is the point i'm trying to make so public health officials in virginia are warning pr prospective students to get all the required vaccinations before the start of the school year in order to do online virtual learning from their home i guess now you can infect people through the computer is the only thing i could think of if parents do not comply and do not show proof their kids got their injections, their vaccines, then their child won't be able to access that online learning materials provided by the school district. This is a threat. I think people feel that if you're not going to a brick and mortar school, then you don't have to have the immunization. But that's incorrect, said Fairfax County uh, Nazi health department worker Shauna Severo, speaking with NBC4 in Washington. Um... I don't know, it says Washington. But, oh, that maybe is Washington, D.C., because Virginia's right there. Anyway, this controlling public health official is lying. There are legal exemptions for any and all vaccination for school children in Virginia. Here's a link to that. Here's a link to the legal exemptions. Now, I have a file on that as well uh, regarding legal approaches you can take to this. You just email me at the contact page at contendingfortruth.com. I'll get it to you. Just be try to be as brief as you can and just to let me know what you will and I'll, I'll get it right out to you these ex these exemptions are constantly under assault in each state but they do exist as long as parents realize how important their freedom is to make medical choices for their own family according to virginia law uh this big long string of numbers and letters no certificate of immunization shall be required of any student for admission to the school if the student or his parent or guardian submits a notarized certificate of religious exemption form cr1 cre1 to the admitting official of the school to which the student is seeking admission see it's it's vitally important that parents use these things because if nobody is using them they'll just take this away but if enough people are using them it's harder for them to take these exemptions away you don't use it you lose it you know that expression form cr cre1 is an affidavit stating that the administration of immunizing agents 
conflicts with the students' religious tenets or practices. It's now apparent that vaccination coverage is all about compliance, not health. Why do officials want to force children to take liability-free inoculations when these children will be learning from the confines of their own home? How intrusive will these controlling people get? There's nothing in the vaccinations that enhances the child's immune system. No antiviral prophylactics, no minerals like zinc that will stop viral replication. Vaccines do not contain any vitamin C, so they cannot boost thymus gland function nor strengthen the adaptive immune response or the adrenals because C is very, very important for the adrenals. They do not contain vitamin D and therefore do not strengthen the intracellular T cell response to viral infection. There's no, and these are all products I've promoted to go against any virus including COVID-19. Um, there's nothing in the vaccine that strengthens the child's microbiome, which are like your intestinal flora, enhancing their immune system's ability to detect and react quickly to the invading pathogens. No, the vaccines do the exact opposite. They, they devastate your own immune system, ultimately. They're not working with your body. Nothing, there's nothing good about the vaccines, as far as I can see, nothing. It's all a gigantic, satanic, evil scam on humanity. Any and all vaccines. If anything, there are enough side effects listed on the vaccine insert sheets. And again, every single vaccine has a laundry list of gigantic side effects. But they don't show you the insert sheets. They just jab you with it and hope you don't ask for the insert sheet. Uh, but there's enough side effects listed on the vaccine insert sheets to make any rational parent second guess the safety and effectiveness of the inoculations. Virginia officials are desperate to force compliance because vaccination rates have plummeted in 2020 during the initial lockdowns. I mean, praise God they plummeted during the initial lockdowns. Vaccination coverage plummeted as parents avoided contact with any medical facilities. So that is kind of a mixed blessing of the COVID-19 thing. Ironically, the mortality rate for infants plummeted during this time, plummeted during this time as well. Well, of course, because not near as many kids are getting inoculated. They're not getting those double vaccines. The autism rates will plummet. All of the all of the things that the vaccines are causing will plummet. And the death rates are plummeting because they're vectors of Satan. All the vaccines are. So you'd expect that. The drop-off in inoculations for infants coincided with historically low cases of SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome, which is almost exclusively caused by the vaccines. They're giving to newborns. But they just blame it on sudden infant death syndrome. Oh, I wonder what that could be. It's the vaccines, for the most part. Parents are still avoiding the medical system, and vaccination rates are down. Praise God. Many are stating, starting to see the rampant coercion in the vaccine industry and how vaccine makers are shielded from legal liability when their products harm people. More parents are skeptical of how many vaccinations they submit their child to and are speaking up at pediatrician offices. Good. Praise God. Need tons more of that. Then... Um, <clears throat> newly released Trump White House documents reveal efforts to surveil Americans using contact tracing apps. Again, you know, this is straight from the Trump White House, but we can't talk about this because Trump is fighting for us and he's gonna, he's gonna deliver us all. And he's one big, yeah, he gave the vaccine industry billions, but that's a, that's a big scam. According to Mike Adams, it's, it's a bait and switch. Yeah, billions of our tax dollars. I'm glad he took it upon himself to do that big, gigantic bait and switch. Mike, I really am. No, you're delusional, Mike, and you need to get saved. I'm sorry, dude. You really need to get saved because you're under strong delusion at this point. As the political leaders across the United States begin to make the use of contact apps, the public has promised the privacy is being considered. However, newly released documents reveal that a private task force made up of big tech companies has expressed interest in surveillance cap 
capabilities uh, of such apps. Additionally, controversial fusion centers that the government has appear to be preparing to make use of the data gathered by contact tracing apps as well. Contact tracing is the satanic process of identifying individuals who may have had come in contact with an infected person, collecting information about their contacts and then tracing the contacts of the infected individuals. All a total lie and scam from the pit of hell. All persons who may have come into contact with an infected individual are tested for infection, treated for the infection, and their contacts traced as well. Yeah, again, this is how they're driving the numbers up. During the COVID-19 pandemic, there have been calls for digital contact tracing using cell phones to notify individuals when they have come into contact with an infected person or visited a hot spot of infection. Digital contact tracing apps use Bluetooth to track encounters, a move which is supposed to anonymize actual location data. Other forms of contact tracing apps involve the use of location data gathered from cellular networks. Obviously, the apps will be used to expand government surveillance. The new documents, which are listed here, there's four different links it gives you, were released by the Office of Science of Technology Policy in response to a Freedom of Information Act request by the Electronic Privacy Center. The records show that a tech sector task force closely aligned with the White House. Oh, remember, Trump's fighting for you, and all the swamp creatures he's put around him are fighting for you. They sought to aggregate the non-clinical location data for disease surveillance, including cell phone location data, Uber trip data, like the Uber rides, and Google search data, Epic wrote. But Trump loves you so much. The so-called COVID-19 tech task force is a private task force, including representatives from AWS, Camber, ESRI, Facebook, Google, Harvard School of Public Health, Microsoft, Mozilla, R4, SAP, and Salesforce. And this is all yoked up with the White House, working closely aligned with them. As we have previously noted, government officials are also calling for an army of contact tracers to help identify potentially ill people and ensure they are quarantined and isolated. Now that the apps are beginning to roll out, Americans are likely to see yet another increase of invasions of civil liberties and privacy. Man, I that ditched the smartphone. I don't have one. I never have. And I, I use my phone minimally. Anyway, coming to a city near you, unless there's massive pushback and prayer, madness in Melbourne. There are big worries in Melbourne, Australia. The premier has imposed a, a vicious police state without precedent in the country's history. His name is Dan Andrews, a sweet-sounding name that masks the tyrant he has become. No pun intended there with the masks. And he tweets out pictures of empty streets to brag about what he's achieved in the name of suppressing a virus. A friend summarized the situation for me. Okay, and this is this is coming from somebody straight from Melbourne. Okay, here's, here's some fun things going on there. Police now may enter anyone's house without a warrant. Curfew, but see, they've been totally disarmed, so they can do whatever they want and kick your doors in, and they don't have to worry about anything. The police do. Curfew at 8 p.m. A $1,652 fine if you're outside without a valid reason. Now, remember, if there's not massive, this is coming to wherever you're at, unless there's pushback and prayer and fasting. Over a $16,000 fine if you're outside without what they deem, what Satan deems as a valid reason. 
an amount being raised by, and the amount is are being raised by the day that sixteen out of five. Uh, you can't visit family or friends. Now this is the whole city, a big gigantic city in Australia. Two hundred dollar fine for no mask, mandatory masks at all time. Can only exercise once per day for up to an hour. Only one person per household per day can leave the house, including for groceries. You can't go more than three miles from your home. So I, I, I imagine they're... Now, this is where they're they're breaking into cars if you don't tell them where you're going and, and they're dragging you out and, and um, physically assaulting you and taking you to jail. I don't know if they'll get into that here, but weddings are illegal. No gatherings of any size. Army is on the streets finding and arresting people. There's links to all these things I'm saying, or most of them, or many of them. Since March 21st, a total of over 193,000 spot checks have been conducted by police across Victoria. Protest and activism is illegal. So no, no evidently First Amendment right at all. No right to assemble. Uh, doesn't sound like you have any rights at all, actually. People have already been arrested for peacefully gathering. Media is extremely biased, calls protests right-wing conspiracy nut jobs, and won't allow discussion of whether these lockdowns are right or not. Several thousand people were placed under house arrest and unable to leave for any reason with food rations delivered by the army, leading to appalling levels of personal trauma. I mean, I, I'm personally, I just, I, I don't want to live in this environment. I, I'd rather be dead. I'd much rather. I, I won't, I won't deal, I won't put up with this, personally. That's just me, though. Um, Australia won't release how many fines they've given out, but an ABC news report says it's over 5.2 million so far. So they're really getting the old revenue up for them. The old revenue generation, you know, isn't that wonderful? Streets of Melbourne are empty. Even in a city of five plus million people, people are hateful to each other. Everyone is cannibalizing their neighbors, calling police to report any little infraction of the rules. These sound like a bunch of Nazis that live there that are going along with this now i'm not saying everybody in melbourne's bad i'm just saying man they must have done some serious um uh legwork to determine that they could pull this off in this area and now not to say this isn't going to spread over the, all the or over all the world if people don't push back but it's just it's amazing what's going on there to me i, I mean they're calling the police to report any little infraction of rules and turning on each other like some socialist hellhole yeah, they're being good little brown shirt Nazis and they're spying and that's exactly what they want to do. Billboards outside on the street say in capital letters, what are you doing? Stay home. I'm not making this up. This is going on there. They feel extremely oppressive, like we're being yelled at by a very oppressive government. Oh, you think? The Victorian premier, Daniel Andrews, shows complete and utter disdain for us constantly blaming us he's blamed children yes really for our not taking this seriously enough uh every chance he get he tells us our fault it's our fault the virus is spreading this non-existent at this point virus is spreading even though that's what viruses do they they spread but you know again it's at this point pretty much non-existent it's just all these ways they're cooking the books you know it's not just the Victorian premier. The Australian premier, Minister Scott Morrison, is just as terrible. He's encouraged all of this, and he was responsible for the first lockdown. Well, you know, reptilian birds of a feather flock together, you know? 
One big happy reptilian family. 1984 dystopian language. Billboards everywhere saying staying apart keeps us together. Again, it's what is that called? Double speak or whatever in the Orwellian book? Good is evil. Evil is good. Staying apart keeps us together. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, have they gone mad? Yeah, they're, they're, they're absolutely satanically insane. These are the same people who want to kill us all off. Yet they're so concerned about the COVID-19. No, it's just an excuse to do all of this stuff, to see what we'll put up with. There's probably more at this point. I don't think I have a lot longer on this planet because I'm not going to, I mean, I just know what I'm going to put up with and I'm not going to do that. So I'm just, you know, I'm not saying God can't preserve me, but I'm just, I'm just saying I won't, there's no way. No, no, I'd much rather, I'd much, I'd much rather be dead than deal with this. Anyway, um, there's probably more at this point. I honestly lost track of all the insanity that happened. All because 147 people, and that's with their cooked books, supposedly died in the state of Victoria. Total population is 6.359 million. New Zealand locked, locked down the whole country for four COVID, supposedly four COVID-19 deaths. You, you, do you understand the Luciferian satanic insanity that we're in here? Why I've been doing six-hour studies? Because this is getting real, real in a lot of places. Almost all the deaths are over 70 of these 147 with comorbidities, meaning they had all kind of other health problems. They had one foot in the grave, one foot in a banana peel. They were probably in, in nursing homes, and then they probably brought in COVID-19 ones, if they even did that, or somebody infected with whatever virus, because it doesn't matter. Any virus will check positive for COVID-19. The PCR tests, we, we said that. You had a common cold in the last, you know, you're going to check positive. Past two years, you could have the antibodies. or had a flu shot. All the people in the nursing homes have had their flu shots. It's one of the ways they kill them off every year. And they just count them as that statistic. How many of those 147 out of 6.359 million people actually really died of COVID-19? Who knows? Maybe it's 10%. Who knows? And that was probably after they were, you know, they had somebody put in the next bed with them with COVID-19. Most people that get it are asymptomatic. They don't even know they have it. And they in the in the CDC's come out and said that asymptomatic carriers, there is an incredibly low low likelihood of them even spreading it. So why would we need to wear masks then? The only ones that would have any risk are ones that are exemplifying symptoms of COVID-19. And yes, in that particular case, yeah, they probably wouldn't want to go out. But that's such a rare thing. And Children like under 18, that death rate is, is like like 0.0000%. Doesn't kill anybody below 18. But yet you got to lock the schools down and mask the kids. I mean, this is absolute, total, Luciferian, satanic, beyond insanity. This, this is lockdown ideology at work. It's tyrant without, it's tyranny without limit at the expense of all human dignity, decency, and rights. These politicians make a dessert and call it health. Oh. And then there's related reports here. Video, woman left with severe bruising after being arrested by police in, in Melbourne for being outside during the lockdown while police in Australia smash windows and drag lockdown violators out of their vehicles you don't tell them where you're going 
you're not in full compliance with Nazi Germany, well, they're going to smash your windows and drag you out of your vehicles. And hey, if there's a shard of glass embedded in the window and they drag you over it and you die from that, oh, well, that's on you. That's on you, buddy. How bad can things get? Look at Australia. I'm going to play this as well. I will not play this video on my website. It's too horrific. I would not play the George Floyd video on my website. Too horrific for me. And, um, but I'll describe without graphic detail what I saw. Mother and daughter are outside Melbourne, Australia, and um, they're pounced upon by the police. They slam the woman to the ground. They jump Floyd style with knees all over her. The aftermath, the daughter filmed the um, bruising of her mother. It was horrific. Deep bruises. Look, been through like three NFL football games in a row. Horrific. I hope you Australian policemen feel like better men today for what you did to this defenseless woman. She's just one. There's many. Daughter comes along and she's filming the police abuse. And this uh, female officer is confronting her, saying, I'm going to arrest you too. Show me your ID. We're looking now at a show-me-paper society. Oh, yeah. Show me your ID. I don't have it on me. Where is it? If it's not in walking distance, you're going to jail with your mother. And she said, I'm out exercising as I'm allowed to do under the law. One hour a day. doesn't matter. You're violating contravention. I have to run this term down. She used contravention four times. Contravention? Is that kind of like intervention and contra corona? I, I don't know. But she kept saying contravention, contravention. And the daughter said, well, my uh, ID is in my mom's car. Kind of hard for her getting her mom's car after they just beat the crap out of her and they're hauling her off to jail. Now, isn't it ironic that we're letting all these criminals out, the pedophiles, the rapists, the murderers. Yeah, exactly. Violent assaults. Yeah, that's fine. Perfect. And they're putting people for violating a quarantine yep yep if she's in there for all does she get let out too because she's in danger of getting covid i mean no. come on where does this nonsense this circular logic where does it end i don't know what happened and i don't know what it's what it's going to take for people to actually start pushing back you know i mean if they're if they're willing to put up with this wh- why are why aren't all melbourne people just leaving their houses and marching in the streets what, what do they have to lose at this point? I mean, they're on total lockdown. They can't leave. Why would they Why would they do this? Why would they put up with this at this point? I mean, it's just so stinking pathetic what humanity is ge- degenerating into. Daughter. From the video, that's not made clear. But what I'm seeing are police in a modern, Western, English-speaking civilization acting like Gestapo thugs. And you people in Melbourne, you need to rise up against this tyranny. Amen. Amen. Do you have your ID? Papers, please. You see, 
Australia gave up their guns yep. several years ago. Yep. This the difference would... between us, and that's a big difference between America and us, and um, the gun sales have been like record, record, record as of late. I mean, a lot of places are totally sold out. A lot of places you can't get ammo. Or if you can get it, it's triple the price. Now, granted, that's by design. I really believe that that those days are coming and you're and it's the dollar devalues in these things that's going to create that as well but that's a big difference between america and and that's why they're so focusing in on america i think on so many different levels because they realize it's such a bigger nut to crack from a from a from a satanic standpoint we pose much more of a problem because so many people are armed to the teeth that we present a bigger problem than a nation like Australia that's been disarmed. Not be going on had they not done that. Where the police can act with impunity, they can beat up women on the street, which is what this was. This was a beating up of a woman <clears throat> on the street. Mm -hmm. and they're just clearly thugs, power hungry. And for what? Do these people can't read the data of who dies from COVID? And these people are locked in their homes 24-7. The cops can break into their home to check that they're wearing face masks in the home. Did you hear what I just said? In the home, they can break down your door and come and see that you're wearing a face mask. Number one, America, you don't have to show ID unless you're suspected of a crime. Number two, Never give up your guns. Hide some of them now. And I mean that sincerely. Because we're looking at Australia. Hey, let's, let's face it, though. If they get into your house, don't matter if you've had all your guns in. You're going away. If you're, if you're, if you're not in compliance. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I mean, I... <laughs> ...is getting out of control. Australia is showing signs, particularly in Melbourne of becoming the next Nazi Germany and all the evil oh, that's is. behind that statement yep. is fully intended by what... Yep. And China is taking over Australia. Like America, China owns a ton of Australia and they want what they feel they've got coming to them. A lot of these cops, I, I, I've heard, are actually Chinese cops now in the Australian police force. So Australia is facing a very... Similar dynamic as in America, the the biggest difference being is the, our pro Second Amendment and the amount of guns in Amer the American populace's hands. Um, there's other differences, obviously, but that's one of the biggest. America, we can't put up with this. There are certain prerequisites to maintain your freedom and preserve your life that you need to follow. You have to understand why Thomas Jefferson created the coming into your home. And there are reports, too, of people being physically brutalized by the cops for not having a mask on inside the home. One story, one lady wrote to me on email. She said she was talking to her neighbor on the phone, and her neighbor told that the cops came in, and she was in the bathroom doing business, and the cops kicked in her bathroom door. Huh. Oh. So it wasn't enough to, to kick her front door down. She was in there, I'm assuming going number two, in her own bathroom, and they kicked in her bathroom door. 
that's that's the red level insanity that we're seeing there never here amen i'm sorry the people in australia are gonna have to deal with this on your own i don't know why you're putting up with it you need to have hundreds of thousands if not millions on the street but here in america we have to resolve that we will never tolerate this from law enforcement not now not ever not if trump sends them either and that's the biggest difference between hodges and myself when he gives them pass after pass you know if if trump wasn't getting passes i think things would look a whole lot different here if people were of the same mindset the 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 patriot community and the pro-trumpers if they were those same people if if somebody like hillary was in office there's no way they would we would have been tons more vigilant now i'm not saying i want hillary in i'm not i'm just i wish we could have had trump with the same vigilance we would have under under uh hillary like in other words no no hold trump's feet to the fire look at what he's doing look at the good and the bad because he's doing a whole lot of bad and i've, I've documented that but unfortunately we don't have that we we've, we've got a lot of people that are asleep still regarding trump not under trump not under biden or anybody else never See, I don't want to have future generations say never again, like our Jewish brothers and sisters said to after the Holocaust. The answer right now is never. Don't get to the again part. That's I, I agree. Um, okay, next report. TerraVax, realistic vaccine predictions. Um, get ready, America, to be microchipped with electronic transmitters that communicate with drones, military police, and the medical industrial complex. Have you been vetted by a drone at your front door yet? Why aren't you answering your door? Are you a, are you a terrorist or some patriot rabble rouser? I mean, this is where this is going. If there again, if there's not massive pushback, prayer, fasting, you are now under surveillance due to your continued use of hate speech on social media. And it's time for your state-mandated CDC sequestered vaccination, including a GPS tracking chip. Don't worry, though. It's for your own safety and well-being. We now we need to know everywhere you go, always and forevermore. That's all. Nothing to see here. Move on. Yes, top-secret electronic transmitters communicate with drones, telling drones to attack the chip inside the vaccinated Pothra, which is a human tracer or just a terrorist bait as used by Barack Obama and the CIA, embedded in the Taliban higher-ups, in order to track and kill al-Qaeda leaders plus their cohort terrorists. It was a catch-and-release program, the same thing Bill Gates and George Soros will have done to every person in America that will end up getting the COVID-19 vaccine and beyond. Now, again, I don't know if the first version of the COVID-19... Remember, you're going to have to get tons, but I don't know if the first shot, they're going to be so audacious as to say there's a tracking chip or microchip in there. Now, there may be microchip dust like Hitachi developed all the way back in 2000 that they'll put in the vaccine that you're not going to be aware of that can still do this to a certain extent. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's, it's all evil. It's all wicked, though, no matter what. Are you, are you a re- resistor in need of re-education? At a FEMA camp, if you fail to show up, the vaccine chip can be honed honed in on drones and killing machines. Now, remember, this is written from a totally God-doesn't-exist standpoint, okay? But I do believe there's merit in what they're saying because, yes, this is where this will eventually lead. So understand, God is in control. Jesus is in control. God can protect you from this. But, you you mean, you should never, ever take any of these vaccines anyway. But 
Um, anyway, he says uh, it can be honed in on by drones and killing machines because you 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 would have been tagged like cattle. Remember, they laughed at George Orwell when he wrote 1984, and now the whole movie pretty much came true, and it's happening right now. We do live in a police state that records our every move, word, email, text, post. We do live in a police state that the world that's the world that that's erasing history and rewriting it to fit a marxist nightmarish agenda we do live in a police state where child protective services steals children who are not vaccinated and again that whole thing in tennessee that's a big beta test because if they can do all those well checks on every single person zero to 18 you know how many people they're going to steal how many children they're going to steal when they need to get that adrenochrome i've heard that there's a big shortage right now for one reason or another I, i think it's because all these devils, um, they're totally addicted to the stuff, and uh, they've been running low for one reason or another, and they got to get more kids in their system. So I think that's another gigantic reason all this is happening. Um, we do live in a police state where child protective services steals children who aren't vaccinated, who don't get enough chemotherapy, and sells them into the slave trade. Meaning, oh, we want to pursue different approaches for cancer. No, no, no. You've got to do chemotherapy and radiation because Satan said so. Even though both those things give you cancer. We want to chemotherapy and radiate the kids because we care so much. It's called medical kidnapping and it happens here all the time. You may feel like these vaccine scenarios are a bit far-fetched. But what you don't know is most of them are being designed in labs right now and will be fast-tracked through the CDC and FDA approval, all with the approval of Trump as well. People really are being microchipped right now. There's a link to that report. CBS News. Meet the humans with microchip implants in them. What's going on? Check and see. The vaccine microchip is coming. It's just a matter of time. Um, so we have all that. Uh, let me just write this in here. Okay. The link to that report about the microchips is here. And again, this will be on probably page 33. Because I'm already that far into the study. Um, and I, I mentioned this earlier. And this just came out today. Nashville councilwoman suggests charging people who refuse to obey just mask mandates with murder or attempted murder. I, I don't even have time to go into that. But there's the link to it. I believe it was on, uh, it was on Natural News. Yeah, if you go to naturalnews.com, you'll see it. I mean, you know, I think that's reasonable. And I think that I think the the they should execute the penalty instantly, and it should be slow and painful, like a gut shot, with a I don't know like a nine mil hollow point. And don't go right through the middle because you'll hit the abdominal aorta, or the spine. And if you paralyze the person, they're not going to feel it from the waist down. You want them to feel it all. So what you do is you're going to make sure you hit them off center, where you're gonna you're gonna um, perforate the intestines and allow all the contents of the intestines the fecal material to go into the peritoneum to in, into the abdominal cavity which is sterile and then that'll get infected you won't bleed out that quick unless you nick an artery or something and that's why you want to stay away from the abdominal aorta and that way it'll be a really long slow painful death deny the medical care and then that'll be an example to everyone else you know to um mask up what do you think does does, does my idea have merit from a satanic standpoint come on Sorry, I'm, you know, can't help but get a little bit of sarcasm. Anyway, lockdowns never again. Sweden was right and America was wrong. This is from the American thinker, okay, which isn't really, you know, I don't, I don't think they're overtly whatever. Uh, anyway, pretty mainstream news there. 
in life, we encounter things that may work in theory, but not in practice. Communism is famously one of those things. What's what they're trying to bring us into now, though. Time travel is another. Hopefully, Americans will soon come to realize that strict social distancing, economic lockdowns, and mask wearing all belong in that category of supposedly sound ideas that simply don't work in reality. Bravo! I couldn't agree more, American thinker. For evidence, let's look to Sweden. As Dr. Sebastian Rushworth, an ER doctor at, at a hospital in Stockholm, writes on his blog, COVID is over in Sweden. Let me say that again. COVID-19 is over in Sweden. It's done. People have gone back to their normal lives and barely anyone is getting infected anymore. Hmm. Why isn't this front page news? Unlike so many other countries, Sweden never went into complete lockdown. Dr. Rushworth writes, non-essential businesses remained open. People continued frequent, frequenting restaurants. Muslims continued raping all the white women. Oh, sorry, I just threw that one in there because that's what they do. The kids stayed in schools and very few people have bothered with face masks. Basically, Sweden did the exact opposite of what most Americans tragically still believe. Are, are necessary requirements to reach the outcome that Sweden has achieved. He argues what should be obvious now to any rational thinking person, which is that the size of the response in most of the world, including Sweden, has been to totally disproportionate to the threat. End of quote. It's the biggest scamdemic ever run in the history of humanity ever. I don't believe there's anything that can even compare to this throughout world history. The scope, the breadth, the undertaking, the end game agenda. I, I don't think there's anything that can be compared to this stinking COVID-19 lie, scan, scam, plan-demic. Here's a, here's a, a report by um, Peggy Hall, Communist Control of Food and Travel. cue this up here hey friends peggy hall here uh just taking a little uh, morning break with my girl teddy that's I her doggy she's walking her doggy on the beach just need to remind everybody these um shopping experiences that people are having okay first of all when they say this is private property and you have to get out of the store it's actually called public accommodations so once a grocery store decides to have a business in a public area it's no longer called private property it's a public accommodation that is a legal definition at hotels are public accommodations gas stations are public accommodations restaurants are public accommodations these are called public accommodations by law okay now i would highly recommend you get on her email list she's really kind of a, one of the ones on the spear tip of fighting back against this wicked insanity that we're dealing with it's the healthy american.org in fact i'll post her her email address um, below the little report I'm putting in the PDF, but it's the healthyamerican.org, the healthy American Peggy Hall YouTube. Um, her email list is free. I got her religious exemption, but on the other side, I put our executive order for my state where it says that anyone that has trouble breathing in a mask is exempt from wearing the masks and they don't have to provide any documentation to prove it with the link under it. So I wear, I wear that everywhere. I go out now. And just, you know, waiting for somebody to confront me, you know. 
And I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. Um, but you know, I haven't had that happen yet. I mean, I pray Psalm 64 every day, and I mean, I'm telling you, this worked for me for years. I don't have a lot of people messing with me. It seems like I don't know whether I'm just more like invisible because of it or whatever but i i haven't not to say that's not going to happen though not to say that my day is not going to come when i get mega confronted but i want to be ready when and if that happens public accommodations may not discriminate against you well they will as we've seen in video after video after video but what i'm going to create is something called a notice of violation this is a paper that you're going to be able to give uh, it will say that the person is violating your civil rights you are going to fill out the incident report they are going to sign it just as if you're um, giving them a ticket which which you are in essence because they are breaking the law and uh, you're going to be a citizen, uh, you know, individual, free person, uh, and you are going to give them a notice of violation. And then you will file that with the Department of Justice. So I'm going to have that available for you on the website. You can do a free download. Give me a couple days to get that out. Some people want little books like tickets, uh, which cost money. So if you want to do that, I can help you uh order those. But I'm really tired of these grocery stores saying you're on private property and we can make our own policy. Well, you can make your own policy, but it's against the law. And if you can make your own policy, why don't you make a policy that we can shop in your store without a mask? Instead of saying, well, the government makes us make you wear a mask. Well, wait a minute. You just told me you can make your own policy. <laughs> you know what, you guys? I'm never going to stop. I'm never going to stop. I don't know why they can't see things like this. If you can make a store policy that other people can abide by and no policeman can bother you for your store policy, just make a store policy that you don't have to wear a mask. Make your own store policy that you don't need plexiglass. Make your own store policy that you don't need to sanitize. Make your own store policy that whoever comes in there gets $100. Make your own store policy if that's the case. Guess what? It's not the case. You cannot make a, a policy that violates established law, including your civil rights. Um, these airlines are out of hand. Uh, I think the government and the communists actually want to stop all airline travel. They want the airlines to go out of business. That's, that's one of my theories. I'll be doing a video on that. They want the airlines to go out of business because they are going to go out of business. Ever, do you ever remember a, uh, an airline called Pan Am? Yeah, they went out of business. Lots of airlines go out of business because it's one of the largest industries in the United States. And the communists want to control all travel. The yeah. communists want to control all food. If you think it's hard now to but, buy but food. But in all, in all honesty, though, they, 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 they've got you right where they want you if you want to get on a plane. I mean, it's every draconian garbage they want to bring to every aspect of society for you to board a plane. So I kind of feel like they already own that. But I could understand them wanting to destroy the business aspect of airline because that would that would be a gigantic blow to america and they're, they're trying to take us apart piece, piece by piece so yeah she might be right about that wait until they there's one government store called walmart that you can get food from yep. and they will limit what you can buy exactly. in fact what's going to come after that they will deliver a box of food to you based on the number of people in your family you don't get to choose what food you want that's why they conditioned you with instacart and home delivery and blue apron and all these other you know amazon delivery so that they will control what you buy. Healthy people like me, healthy Americans, no longer are allowed to function freely in society. I'm sorry to break the news to you. Um, we, we're going to create our own societies, start 
while you can, I'm just, I've been saying this for months. If you want to go into a grocery store that allows you to shop without a mask, or you can, you know, I know somebody who pays a friend to go shopping for her because the friend doesn't mind wearing a mask. So the friend goes to the store. You got to stock up. I have not been in a grocery store in weeks. I don't intend to go for weeks. Um, when you I, go- I just went the other day. I'm going any, anywhere I please, where I'm at at least. So far, I haven't been stopped. You know, I don't know if people are. I don't. I'm not. I'm not the type of person that typically makes a lot of eye contact with people. I, I just. I'm. I'm shy. I don't. I don't. I'm. I've never been like that. So it's not normal for me to try to make a lot of eye contact with people. So I really don't know if I'm getting the stink eye from 90% of the people, and I don't care because I will. <laughs> if they if they want to engage me, I will engage them. And, you know, show them my, my exemption, show them the paperwork, why the masks are bad, and ask them if they want to debate. Because I'm a doctor, and I do this, and I've been eating, sleeping, and breathing this for, for the last seven months. So, please, let's go. Let's engage. I'm ready, is how I feel. You know, and I'm not, I'm not, but again, I'm not there to get into conflicts. I'm not there to, to whatever. But I am willing to go there if I have to, for the cause of righteousness, because this is a very black and white righteous thing for me. Oh, get get what your budget allows. I, I, I agree. I'm astonished that people still think they can just quick. Oh, because just... the thing is, is if what happens in Venezuela, I mean, you look at the derecho. Okay. Look at how they're devouring. They're just pumping out trillions in worthless paper in the dollar. Man, something's got to give on this. And I've been saying this for years. And when that happens, you're, you know, it might be very similar to those prices I listed to you today in Venezuela or worse. And then your worthless dollars aren't going aren't gonna to matter anymore. I mean, and I will say, I mean, like if you haven't stocked up, if you need to get the silver, the, the mild silver protein I have, I'm, I still have mine on special, okay? Um, and Vive hasn't run a special in, uh, I don't know, probably not a year, but getting close to a year um and um i've i've always got mine on special until my inventory runs i got every strength or whatever i've still got i've got all my nutrients back i've got all the the nutrients for the immune system everything's back in stock it's a wonder it really is um with the supply chain i've lost a few products that aren't coming back but for the most part i've got more products than ever right now i've tried to overstock because i know these days are coming and if people you know, if something does happen, then I'm going to have a pretty good stockpile where I'll still be able to ship out nutrients. Now, I'm not saying that like this some infomercial or whatever, but I'm just telling my listeners that is the case. If, if you're interested or if you want to know more, just contact me either at my email address or through the contact page at contendingfortruth.com. But I, I, yeah, I would um, uh, stocking up and whatever you're, you are lacking, whatever that may be. I think we've got a window to do it now. I don't know how long that window is going to be open, though. I hope we've got another 10 years. But, man, how am I to think that with just the stuff I'm reporting on today? It'd be an absolute miracle. I'm going to quick run into Trader Joe's and get this thing. No, there's no more just run in quick to Trader Joe's and get the thing. You're going to have a hassle. You're going to have anxiety. They're yep. going to humiliate you. It, it's it's so disgusting. Don't let, don't let yourself be humiliated. You're in the right. Remember that. You're the one in the right. They're not going to humiliate me because I'm in the right. I have righteous, I have the facts on my side. Um, and that's the mindset I have when I go into these places. What other human beings are capable of, I pray for them every day. Those are the evildoers. They are taking hold 
by the enemy. Yeah. And we are called to expose them. That's actually what the Bible says. It's true. To expose the evildoers, which is what I do. Mm-hmm. And I do it with truth and love, always covered in prayer. Uh, the beautiful- Mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Romans 16, verse 17 and 18. So there's all kind of verses about marking people that are walking in deception and not letting them prosper in deception. The thing is that we are the victors in the end. We battle with a vanquished foe, which is why uh, these uh, dark days are getting darker very quickly because they know the end is coming. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my quick thing about the stores. Don't give up, you guys. We're going to put them on notice of violation. And um, it's hilarious. They're like, well, we're private property. Well, actually, you're public accommodation. Well, we can make our own policy. Oh, oh, really? Then why don't you make a policy that I can come in and shop without a mask? <laughs> I'm never going to stop. I know you aren't either. Join me, thehealthyamerican.org. Okay, now we have another. I'm going to play another video from her. Um, this just came out today. Jones did this. Alex Jones. Austinites enter park, this one park, um, this really big park there in Austin, unlawfully closed by globalist Mayor Alder. They went in there and they basically got rid of the barricades and, and, and went in. It was, it was a whole gigantic group of them, you know, in defiance of their satanic Nazi prohibitions to go into a public park. It's their taxpayer money. But again, they're just trying to take away everything. And I commend what he's doing in that regard. I mean, I've issued a lot of warnings about Alex Jones, but in that regard, I'm go get him. Go get him because we need to see that on a mass scale. We need to see massive pushback against this wickedness being done to us. Next one from Peggy, stores discriminate against healthy people. And she brings up some good points here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play this one as well. Hey, friends, it's Peggy Hall here from thehealthyamerican.org. I think you can see my little kitty cat. Oh, she was just here with me. Um, I'm filming outdoors. Yes, I'm wearing sunglasses. I do have eye sensitivity. And um, I just wanted to bring you this message this morning. And it is Tuesday, August 6th. I want to thank all of you who have been supporting me at thehealthyamerican.org. Org. I try to read all of the messages that come in and also, um, you know, the YouTube messages. And uh, I want to let you know that I could not do this without you. It is all hands on deck. We all have a different role to play. Yep. And I know that some of you Amen. are um, out there on the front lines. I know that some of you are at the keyboard. Body of Christ, like I said before, not everybody has the same assignment. Nobody's more important than the next. I'm not more important than anyone else, okay? So that's, and again, that that all goes along with humility too and, and fear of God and the whole nine yards. Just understanding, you know, whatever your calling is, whatever your assignment is, just do that. Day, August 6th. I want to thank all of you who have been supporting me at thehealthyamerican.org. I try to read all of the messages that come in and also, um, you know, the YouTube messages. And uh, I want to let you know that I could not do this without you. It is all hands on deck. We all have a different role to play. And I know that some of you are um, out there on the front lines. I know that some of you are at the keyboard sending letters. I know that some of you are picking up the phone. I know that some are sending financial support. Some are going to rallies. And it's important that you take action because action is going to help bring you out of 
um, despair. And it's very easy to be despairing because we are in a battle. This is a type of revolution. And the enemy seeks to wear us down, to wear us down with all of these confusing orders and new and different requirements and just the onslaught of uh, information. And many of you answered my message yesterday where I said, why are all these people suddenly wearing masks? And I know many of you are like, Peggy, where have you been? Um, but what is strange to me is it's, here's what we're told, that the masks protect other people, right? Isn't that the thing that you don't wear it for yourself, you wear it for others. Now, I don't have TV, but every once in a while I'll see an advertisement or a billboard or something will pop up on, online. And this is the meme that you're, you're a good person and you're protecting others. Well, follow me here. If you are wearing a mask to protect others, why in the world are you wearing a mask walking by yourself in a park with a big old bandana? You're not even next to anybody. So the whole argument of that you're protecting other people doesn't even hold water because why are you out walking your dogs with a bandana on, a mask, obscuring your facial features? So let's say that I was robbed, and what am I going to say to the police? Oh, uh, a description, a description of the robber? Let's see. Uh, the robber was wearing a mask, a man or woman. I don't know. Uh, what did they look like? I don't know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is beyond ridiculous. It's actually absurd. It's absurd and it's illegal. And I am now consulting with individuals. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm helping with education. People have been contacting me to ask me to help them prepare to go before these county boards and these health hearings because they have a backbone and they are standing up to these egregious, um, you know, it's kind of like criminal like a crime syndicate, right? They're sending out these individuals to give them violations for violations that don't even exist. They'll they'll give them a like a laundry list of, "Oh, well, you're not you're not keeping your operations sanitary." And we're like, "How do you define that?" So, I'm helping individuals with this because I will not stand for this kind of hypocrisy. And it is really um, important that we all live our values. Now, something that you've been helping me with, and I really, yeah, somebody's leaving a comment saying that they're told it's the Christian thing to do to wear a mask. Well, this Wednesday, I'm going to be speaking with Pastor Tim in Murrieta, California. He has a podcast, which is like a live video podcast, and um, it will be at his church, and we are actually going to speak about these demonic devices, as I call them. These are demonic devices. They are not of God. If God, and I know people are going to say, well, Peggy, you're wearing glasses. God gave you eyes and you're wearing glasses. Yeah, that's right. Because I actually, glasses are necessary. A mask is not necessary. That's the whole problem here is it's not necessary. If it was necessary, we would have been doing it for years. Uh, the last flu season, you know, 20 years ago, the flu that was even worse and all of, you don't even get a flu in the summer. Even if we, even if flu exists in the way that we're told that it, that we do, that it, that it does. I'll be having a conversation on that soon. But I am going to be speaking with Pastor Tim, who has also studied this, and he has evidence that the mask wearing, as I've called it, is a Luciferian ritual. Many of you are already on to this. I know I don't even like, we're, we're told not to have anything to do with the deeds of darkness, um, which is why I'm not going on the Dr. Phil show. Um, I, my legal counsel has said to 
decline that invitation, so I will respectfully decline that invitation at this time. Um, but they wanted to talk about the mask, and it is um, not something I'm going to participate in. We are called to expose the evildoers. All right? In Ephesians, I believe it's 5.11 says, don't have anything to do with the deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. You bring them to the light. And uh, that's what I'm going to be doing on Wednesday. We're going to be speaking exactly on this. Now, one other thing, friends. Um, yes, and uh, more and more pastors are starting to open up to and understand this. And um, there are many false teachers, unfortunately, which will, that's called the wolf in sheep's clothing. Um and we also need to be aware of that. The other thing I wanted to say is thank you so much, everyone, who has watched my videos on the message to Sprouts, the message to Sprouts leadership. Um, and I know many of you still are saying, Peggy, why are you calling for these special shopping hours? It's ridiculous. Um, I, don't want, I, I don't want to shop at a certain hour. I want to shop whenever I want to. Well, you can shop whenever you want to now if you wear a mask. That's the whole thing is I don't want to shop with other people wearing masks. I do not want to be exposed. I do not even want my, my soul to, to be exposed to this Luciferian ritual. Also standing in a circle, six feet apart. Yeah, we're going to be exposing all of that. This is not by design. It's, it's not by accident. It is by design, I should say. It is not by accident. Many religious... Um, you know, Muslims cover their face. I lived in Morocco for many years. Um, many people wore a veil because it was their religious expression. And you know, I'm actually one of those people that believe your religious expression is protected by civil law. And if you want to cover your face for religious reasons or, you know, pierce your ears or wear a funny hat, if that is your religion, <laughs> that's what you want to do. I don't want to do it. And I want to, I want to practice my spiritual beliefs the way I want to. But the fact of the matter is, these stores, like Sprouts, what I want them to admit is that, yes, they discriminate. I want them to change their website to say we don't discriminate, and I want them to put on their website that we are prejudiced, that, that we actually discriminate against healthy people. You know, forget the religion and disability. We discriminate against healthy people. We only serve sick people wearing masks who are spreading germs. We, and somebody pointed out, and I thank you for this, to even stop giving energy and attention to the word mask and mask-free and maskless. I, I agree. I'm healthy. I'm healthy, period. I am healthy. I'm healthy. That's why it's called the healthy American. Healthy in body, in mind in spirit okay all of those things have to do with your health sprouts and mothers and you know friends across the country in the world you can fill in the blank with your grocery store actually they're discriminating against healthy people if i was sick and i haven't been sick for 25 years but it, but if i were sick i would have my husband go to the store for me I certainly wouldn't feel like shopping, and I wouldn't want to cough on anyone or sneeze on anyone. We are rational, responsible adults who are not going around sneezing on anyone or coughing on anyone. Even if the virus spreads the way that it says, even if it is a virus, even if, even if, um, let's enter that little fairy tale for a while that, that there's a virus that can be spread by sneezing and, and all of that. Even if, the evidence even says you have to be in close proximity with someone for 15 minutes and you have to be actively, you know, coughing and sneezing and all of that. I, I haven't seen that. So Sprouts and 
mothers and menards I've heard is really horrible and smart and final and all of these actually I mean things change so quickly I need to change as well they are discriminating against healthy people and we want them to declare that they need to say in a press conference and in a newspaper ad and on their website attention attention Americans we only allow sick Americans in this store wearing masks that are filled with germs that are violating EPA standards because they're carrying around hazardous, toxic medical waste on their face. <laughs> yes, arrest the town sneezer, someone wrote. You know, they are going to make being sick against the law. That's what this is, is working toward. And I'm sorry to tell you, you know, you've probably seen those um, sci-fi movies and read those books. I know when I was in or, um, you know, high school, we had to read all those books where they killed people, which is horrible. I didn't even realize it was predictive programming back then. Um, but it was all about that, where you were stoned, I don't, and I don't mean smoking pot, you were, you were stoned to death, um, and they're going to start saying that healthy people spread illness, and these healthy people need to be exterminated, um, because they don't have a vaccine. I'm just telling you where it's going, friends. This is not about the mask. It's never been about the mask. I'm on record to say that. This is about freedom. Yep. This is about holding on to the shreds of our lawful society, which is being... Um, decimated quicker than I can make videos. I have an angel on my shoulder um, here. Uh, that brings me some comfort. I got my little kitty cat here, Elsie, that I rescued from uh, Katrina 15 years ago. Just about this time of the year, uh, that horrible... Uh, now I know more about weather and how it is created. Uh, created, But anyway, that was one of the most horrible hurricanes, and I went there right. to do animal rescue, and I brought back a few kitties with Aww. me. And... The other thing I want to say is is find some joy. Look at my beautiful kitty. She's taking having her little bath now. <laughs> I want I really recommend that you find things in your life that bring you joy, like your kitty cats, having a delicious meal with friends, reaching out to someone, going for a walk. Here in Southern California, you know, go to the beach. Um, find those things that bring you joy. You can only take so much oppression. Right. And those that are in that were in prison, that were in solitary confinement. I've read some of their readings and what happened to them. They would pray. They would, they would go deep inside. They would have to find a way out of that oppression. Right. So I really, actually, my message is one of hope. My message is one of encouragement. Um, I really want to be a, a touchstone for you. I get my strength from God. And he called me to do this work. Many times I've said, you know, I would, wouldn't it be nice to just walk my dog and go for a swim and, you know, read books and cook delicious meals. But no, I, I, I am putting my life on the line here and it's important to do so. So, but I need your help. We're focusing on Sprouts. If you go to YouTube. Sprouts is, I guess, a store out there like, uh, like, like a, it's like a big health food store, I believe, that, that type of uh, dynamic. That's where all the information is right now. Um, my YouTube channel, The Healthy American, Peggy Hall. If you can't stand going to YouTube, I totally, I, I agree with you. Um, this actually video is being posted on YouTube. And my website, thehealthyamerican.org. If you need help, that's where to reach me. And uh, you have to jump through a couple of hoops to email me. And that's on purpose. Um, but you can do it. And So we have that. She goes on for another about six minutes there. I'm just trying to... Oh, desperately get through as much of this as I can. Um, Long-time listener sent me this comment the other day. <clears throat> Heather, August 10th, 3.03 p.m. She said, uh, it's a listener comment about the 10-7 ES strength of the Invive. 
and COVID. Hello, Scott. My sister wants to place another order this week. And then she said some more stuff. And then at the end, she said, P.S. The 10-7 cured me of COVID in three to four days. So, you know, for what it's worth, I, I wanted to post that. Uh, that's not the only testimony I've got about the silver uh, regarding COVID. Okay. Now, I can't ever say it cured anything. Okay. But that's what she said. And only the guys with the white lab coats and the magic prescription pad can claim cures for anything. She happened to use the 10-7 strength, which is the strongest. Uh, I'll go ahead and just post my my uh, the website for that. Or, you know, like I said, I have my own I have my own personal stock and it's it's unspecial. And I think the 10-7 I've got at about $15 below per bottle retail plus free shipping. So and Vive, if you order off uh, the uh, doctor-dr-johnson.com, it goes through the Invive factory, okay? I had them put this website up for me when I did the 14-city tour back in 06 because I, I couldn't handle orders when I was on tour, and nor did I want to, and I just sent this through them. And when you order off this website, it does support the ministry as well. Um, but they really charge a lot on shipping, so... <clears throat> yeah, I'd say for a bottle of the 10.7, what I sell it personally for is about $30 below what you're going to buy it for on this website, the the uh, website I'll post here. Anyway, I just wanted to kind of throw that in there. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I'm running out of time here. I'm going to try to get through this large report here. And this, this I meant to get to this last week, but... This is, oh, no, no, I've got to do this. Okay, hold on. I've got to play this other short video first, and then we'll get to the other. And I really don't know if I'm going to have time, but I'm going to try. I'm going to give it a shot here. Um, this is entitled, The COVID-19 Test is the Devil. So, nice, lighthearted little uh, thing here. I'm just seeing how long this is. Yeah, it's it's short, so this this will work. Uh, this is from Dr. Andrew Kaufman, MD. He's an MD. He's been one of the guys super, super on top of this whole situation. The tests that are being used to... Um... Now, this is a guy that's kind of giving him an intro to Dr. Andrew Kaufman. Give people the impression that there is a serious disease at large in society or an outrageous deception. These tests are the devil. Everything has been driven by tests that mean nothing, that literally mean nothing, that do not detect a virus. There is no virus. No virus has ever been found. The word needs to be put abroad that these tests are fraudulent and meaningless. Uh, there was an interview yesterday with um, a real doctor, Andrew Kaufman, uh, and uh, in that interview he was asked about the tests. What about the tests? Here's what he said. Well, um, so the, the main test that they use, the PCR test, just tests for one of these very short snippets of genetic material, in this case, RNA that I mentioned, mm -hmm. that we have no idea where this RNA sequence comes from because it was never taken out of a pure virus particle. So essentially the test is completely meaningless um, because we don't know, have no idea what it's testing. Like if you, if you make a diagnostic test, a new one, um, there has to be of two types. Either it's a gold standard test, which means it's directly measuring 
looking at. So like, for example, if you have a test for pregnancy, the gold standard test is, does a baby come out at nine months, mm-hmm. right? You can't, you can't make a mistake there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, and then if you want to develop a test of um, a marker, right? Or in other words, not the thing that you're looking at, but some other covariable of that, a surrogate marker, um, then you have to compare that marker to the gold standard. So pregnancy test, you know, that you, that you pee on a strip. So you do that and then you wait nine months and see if a baby comes out and then does the result agree with the baby present or not. And then you can, then you can calculate the error rate to pace based on how many times the test agrees with the baby. So for a, um, a, a virus causing disease, the gold standard would be taking the, the pure virus particle out of a person who is ill. Um, and then you can compare a, another marker to that, like this little piece of RNA, or, or you could do an antibody test or any, any other kind of test. Mm-hmm. You could compare it to that, and then you calculate an error rate. And you could say, okay, is this test accurate enough to be used? Um, and if it is, is it accurate enough to rely on all the time or do you need to consider other information? And this, this was the way it was taught in medical school even of how you evaluate a new diagnostic test. And of course, to get FDA approval for a test, you have to show all this. But the, these tests for uh, this coronavirus or COVID-19 are not FDA approved. They have an emergency use authorization, which means they can be used, but Basically, there's no proof of accuracy that was submitted to the FDA that that was evaluated. So mm-hmm. it's just basically just a license to use it, but it's not an FDA approval. Hmm. And they couldn't get FDA approval because they, they can't calculate an error rate. So um, I would say, actually, that the error rate or the, the false positive rate is 100 percent because <laughs> every test does not tell you that the person has a virus because it's not testing for a virus. It's just testing for a sequence of RNA, right? And you know that. So that's even worse than I was saying. um, In Africa, one of the presidents, uh, I forget which country right now, I want to say Tanzania, um, sent in a bunch of rogue samples for testing, like a sample from a goat, from a bird, and even from a piece of fruit, a papaya. Mm -hmm. And they came back positive. The goat was positive and the papaya was positive, right? So you're telling me that that papaya was infected with a virus, like that's ridiculous. There's a uh, experimental study in Italy where they had. But again, pos- if, the, if the test test kits are pre-contaminated, everything's gonna. T- I mean, I I, told, I read you the one thing where those nurses were just testing the kits without testing anyone else, just the plain test kits, and they were coming back positive. So the test kits, in many cases, are pre-contaminated. That's a whole other factor on how they're getting the numbers up. Hospitalized patients and they gave them a, a test every day and they went from negative to positive to negative again. Really? In the same patient. Yeah, in one day's time. In one day. <laughs> in one day. So there is, these such tests a, are not measuring anything. It's just such a total scam. Having to do with these. If we gave this test to a thousand people, there would be a certain rate of positivity, but it has nothing to do with any disease because Essentially, it's measuring RNA that's in our own body. And if we happen to be expressing that RNA at the time they give the test, it's a positive test. Mm-hmm. Expressing it, a negative test. And I think we're probably more likely to express that RNA when we're sick, 
mm-hmm. but we can still express it when we're healthy, right? And they call those people, uh, you know, asymptomatic carriers, but they're not sick. They are, they are what they are is healthy people. Mm-hmm. Um, the test is meaningless. So you just can just disregard it. And if they're not sick, they're healthy. So all these cases that they're reporting are actually almost exclusively healthy people because we've not seen any clear uh, increase or continued, you know, mortality. There was, there was a, you know, a mortality spike that occurred in the United States, but it ended in May. Um, and so that's why you saw that the mainstream media switched in their reporting from deaths to cases mm-hmm. because there were no more deaths to report. And if they said, oh, there are no more deaths, then you'd have to get back to actual normal, right? But they twisted it and substituted this word cases, which just means positive tests. So just one lie heaped on another lie heaped on another lie, which, which is what this corona whole COVID-19 thing is based on. Last report here, because I can't, I wanted to do an extensive report on hydroxychloroquine, which is the devil. I'm just telling you right out. I've done more research on this. I'm sorry, guys, but it is the devil. I would not take this stuff. The laundry list of side effects for hydroxychloroquine are enough for me to not do it. But what I'm going to unveil, hopefully in the next teaching, regarding hydroxychloroquine is bombshell but i i don't have time to do today it's going to take me at least one part i don't even know if i can get to it all in one part man i i can't do it part five i'm I'm already at 140 a.m right now and i need to do my uh conversions tonight and i'm gonna get as far as i can uh regarding tonight anyway next report are the covid19 tests being used to covertly infect people with the novel coronavirus and or foreign DNA implants. COVID tests targeting or assessing the cribriform plate. Okay, so the COVID tests being rolled out around the world roughly in line with the 1330 plan of the Rockefeller Foundation, there's a link to that, are the main focus of this current phase of Operation Coronavirus. Because remember, there's different there's different operations. I mean, I think the masks and the tests right now are the main focus. Um, to get us into compliance. The more people tested, the more positive cases recorded because we just saw, you know, from what he said, you could potentially have 100%. Depending on the test kits they're sending out, they're either pre-contaminated or if you've got the antigen for any coronavirus or whatever, they're going to come up hot. I mean, there's so many ways they're cooking the books and lying about the numbers. So the more people tested, the more positive cases recorded, which fuels the official scare narrative and keeps the fear alive to justify more tyranny however there may be something else going on too if we need to ask ourselves whether the covid tests are in fact a clever way to gain secret access to the inside of our bodies which is what i've been saying about these tests especially our brains the nasal swabs used called nasopharyngeal are incredibly long around six inches or or 15 centimeters long which means they reach to the very back of our throats I mean, if you see how far they're putting these things in, I mean, it it ends like potentially like um, right in front of you where your ear, like where your, where your ear is. That's how far they're going into your head. Um, is there any medical reason why these swabs must be this length? These particular COVID tests are PCR tests. I have co- 
covered this in other articles how flawed and unsuitable PCR tests are. I've done just key in PCR in the keyword search box at Contending for Truth. I mean, I've gotten this over and over. How totally the wrong test, totally inaccurate in this application, just wrong. Just bad. Could these COVID tests be used secretly to infect people with some disease-causing agent, deliver the vaccine, which claim they're still developing? I don't know about delivering the vaccine, but um, or even implant people with nanotechnology such as microchips or who, only God knows what. Now, there's a little... Uh, there's a little picture here and it says it shows a guy sneezing and all this saliva coming out of his mouth okay you're, you're seeing it frozen in real time if the virus is spread by a drop of saliva and therefore a mask is necessary because otherwise a single drop of saliva can infect an entire city why do they have to stick a swab deep in the back of your head to collect the covid sample because in other words it would be in the saliva of your mouth all they would need is a cheek swab on the inside of the cheek it makes no sense why they got to stick this thing six inches into your head. Okay, but we're going to see why now, why they're probably doing this. In human anatomy, the cribiform plate is a midline bone important as part of both the cranium and the nose, which transmits the olfactory nerves that carry the sense of smell. It is a very delicate and fragile part of the body. Why on earth do the COVID tests contain a swab on a padded stick which can poke and prod this delicate bone now remember the one listener i had said that they the first test she got was on was a um a, a padded stick with just a normal size little cotton swab it was it, for her she said it wasn't a big deal it drive me crazy but she said but the second one she got was much more invasive the swab was way bigger and there was definitely something on it that literally caused her to um react in horror like she had just been poisoned with something when she got that test so i understand these aren't some of these are totally different evidently these tests you, it's like you don't know what you're gonna get and god knows they couldn't use that test that she described with a big swab on everybody because there'd be too much pushback and it probably is a, a beta they were probably beta testing her whoever was administering the test was probably okay try this one on her and see see if uh see how she reacts it's, we're, we're collecting data we're beta testing you know, I think there's a lot of spies out there that, that you know, are, are compiling this data, is doing whatever they have to do to make their bosses happy. Anyway, um, why on earth is this going on? Um, why on earth do the COVID tests contain a swab, a padded stick, which can poke and prod this delicate bone? Could it be because the cribriform plate allows access to the brain? Jim Stone recently alluded to this post entitled, The Coronavirus Test is Not Credible and Likely to Be Used as a Clandestine Brain Access Point, reproduced at this, and it's at this website. There's a link to it, okay? Um, they are claiming the virus wrecks the nervous system of a large percentage of the people, leaving lasting neurological problems and brain damage. Well, whether that's true or not, you know, I don't know. Because I don't believe anything they're telling us is, is the whole point here. Now, there's a whole bunch of diagrams here where you can actually see from an anatomical standpoint where the cribriform plate is, okay, in anatomy. Uh, there's two different ones here if you want to know more about it, okay. But I'd like to ask, is that really what they're doing? Or are, or are the tests doing that? Meaning, 
are the tests the thing that's leaving these neurological problems in brain damage? That's a great point. And especially with what my, my listener Kimberly said, where they were implanting something inside or some substance, she said, was incredibly burning and offensive. Applying it right to the cribriform plate, which is where you have your olfactory nerves going up into the brain. So you're allowing essentially direct access to the brain with these tests. If there's something on those swabs, okay? Folks, the coronavirus tests themselves, in many cases, there are probably different types, but in many cases, they're obviously what is causing the brain damage, if that's to be believed. And I, and I would have more of a tendency to believe that. This is easily explained. Many of the tests, all of them that use the incredibly long swab, take their samples from the cribriform plate, which is a millimeter thick bone at the top of the nasal cavity that is perforated with many holes that go directly into the brain cavity. So what better place if you want direct access to the brain to go than the cribriform plate in the body? It's the closest thing you can get to a vaccine without actually having a needle stuck in your arm is the point here. These holes are what your olfactory nerves pass through. And there are many. The bone is similar to a coarse screen. If you want to sabotage someone by planting a clandestine brain virus, a nanotech, or a chip implant in someone, this would be the place to do it because perhaps a doctor could get a chip out of an individual, but certainly but certainly could never without perforating that very thin bone. Um, this would be implanted. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what they're saying, but anyway, that is not really even a bone. It's about half nerves. And anyone attempting to do an extraction from there would likely end up killing themselves, meaning if something was implanted there. Any chemicals, viruses, nanotech, or whatever else they wanted to put in there would have immediate access to the brain. And you could forget about getting that out once it's in. Um, once it's in, it's in. It would be literally right on the brain when placed and go right in. Well, I don't know. I mean, I believe some of the nanotechnology would probably have the ability to actually um, potentially move uh, injectable nano robots, that type of stuff, you know, which is, you know, again, they've had those for a long, long time. If it's a substance, and the body absorbs it through the cribriform plate, well, there you go, it's going right into the brain. People complain about the test being excruciatingly painful. Now, again, this is what, Kimberly had one test, and it was okay, didn't hurt, and this next test with the bigger cotton swab with a substance on it, that was excruciatingly painful. So again, again, it's a beta testing. They can't get away with that with everybody. So they're beta testing, that really, really, really nasty COVID supposed test, but it's implanting people with, with something. Now, is it like Celeste Salome says? Is it, is it like the DNA of Nephilim? I don't know. I don't know. But she's also the one that said, if you get the test, you're, you're going to hell. You're going to burn in hellfire forever. And this is why I don't listen to her anymore. Because I've heard her say enough unbiblical things that I'm not going to promote her anymore. I'm sorry. I will not do it. Um, it's... That and been many, many other things she said, and it's right on her own website where she said that about, you know, well, it's too bad you got the test. You're, you're, you're going to go to hell. You're burning hell forever. <laughs> too bad for you. Anyway, next topic, you know, I mean, that's how it was presented. And I've got the screenshots right off her, I've got the verbiage right off her website. And I plan on doing a follow-up study. I just haven't been able to get to it yet. I've got way more to present regarding that. Now, I'm not saying everything she's saying is bad or invalid. But there is a lot of leaven commingled because you're not going to convince me that just because someone had a COVID-19 test, they're going to hell. 
And then now I heard she said blood tests. Anytime you had a blood test in the past, that may also set you up to go to hell forever. And I'm like, wow, God isn't big enough to deal with any of that? Huh. You know? I mean, I could have swore God was big enough to deal with that stuff. Now, I'm not saying to do it. I'm highly cautioning against the test. But I'm not going to sit here and say, you get the test and you're going to hell and burn in hell forever. I mean, what am I doing to somebody's faith if I do that? I'm shipwrecking it. I'm putting a stumbling block before them. And I'm going to have to give an account to God when I face him for the stumbling blocks I put. And I, but I don't know. I guess Celeste thinks it's fine. I don't know. No big deal. Anyway, um, I covered that in a previous study, some but i've got a lot more to present on that i just haven't had time to get to it uh anyway um the the people complain about the test being excruciatingly painful when the pain lasts some with the pain lasting for days now if they weren't putting something in you how could that be how could it just a normal cotton swab do that for what reason would the test need to touch the most accessible the most brain accessible part of the human body no they know what they're doing this whole COVID 19 thing is one big satanic scam and plan dna tests are done with a simple mouth swab and it's ridiculous to think any virus test when you to think any virus test when you supposedly can spread it by coughing would not be the same and getting your olfactory nerves nailed by whatever's on that swab is probably what is causing people to permanently lose their sense of smell. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's, oh, COVID has all these unexpected things, brain damage and loss of smell. Yeah, probably. Well, how did they get diagnosed at the beginning? Well, the test. The contaminated test that came back positive and they implanted either COVID-19 and or Nephilim DNA or whatever else in there. Or nanotechnology, who knows? Just gave you a trifecta of things. And that's what's actually causing the damage. I would much more have a... Um, and again, then they could co contribute to COVID-19 and say, look at these unbelievable side effects. No, it's the tests that are doing it. Mm. Avoid the tests at all costs. Here is another quote from the same website. Quote, they conducted the test by inserting six inch long swabs right up to each in each nostril until it reached way and why would they do each nostril too wouldn't one be enough no they want to infect evidently both sides i don't know whatever they're putting in there until it reached way back into their nasal passages then the testers proceeded to twist the swabs for about 15 to 20 seconds in each nostril talk about insane i honestly had to stop and think for a moment why would they need to insert such a long swab all the way back to the nasal passages in the first place and then to twist the swabs on that palate in the rear of the nasal palate on the cribriform plate against soft tissue seems very barbaric to me as well. Would that motion alone cause damage to that palate and possibly create a much worse scenario than the virus would do? Especially if there's something on the swab, which we know there's... If there, Think about it this way. We know the testing kits are contaminated because they're taking the test kits and just testing the test kits and they're coming back positive. Therefore, a gigantic percentage of the test kits are already pre-infected with COVID-19. The, the president of Tanzania sends in, you know, 
was it papaya, a piece of papaya, a goat, and whatever grass, and they all come back COVID-19 positive. Well, we know all those test kits were contaminated with at least COVID-19, but only God knows what else they're putting in there. And that's another way they can get their numbers up and then have all these weird side effects like loss of smell and brain damage. Right, just do it with the kits, blame it on COVID-19. It, it fulfills all of Satan's agendas. And all these people that I did talk to told me the same story that they had headaches and in some cases a feeling of nausea and severe sinus pain that followed the tests. There is something highly suspicious about these COVID-19 tests. And at the very least, we need to remember that the batches of the COVID tests have been proven to be contaminated sometimes with the coronavirus itself. Here's two links that this is happening in the U.S. and the U.K. Okay, so I'm, wow, yeah, I'm way over on time again. That's all I have for today. God bless you. Uh, Godspeed, and hopefully we will see you in next week's study.